Good morning. <laughs> and how are we today? Well, the sun has gone in. It's not shining quite as much today, but um, it's still nice. It's not raining. It's supposed to be raining all day, but it's not raining yet. <laughs> But it doesn't matter because I'm going to be at work, so it makes no difference whether it's raining or not. So, have you done anything good since yesterday? Anything exciting? Have you been on adventure since yesterday? No? Oh, no, neither have I. Oh, how boring of us. We need to sort out going on an adventure very, very quickly. <laughs> Now, I have a couple of messages. Okay, so, excuse me, let's have a look. We have um, a message from um, a mummy who has a little boy called George. Now, he is going to be five soon, but your mummy didn't tell me when you were going to be five, so I can't say happy birthday to you. Maybe she'd like to message back and I will um, say happy birthday to you on the day. But um, you apparently would like to hear a Mr. Man or a Little Miss story. So I'm going to read tomorrow, um, if you listen, I'm going to read... Um, a brand new Mr. Man story that we haven't heard before. So that's exciting. But today I'm going to read the last chapter in the adventure um, that the children are on um, because we don't want to leave everybody hanging um, to see what's what's going to happen um, to at the land of tea parties, do we? <laughs> so tomorrow, you make sure you listen, George, and we will have a story and it involves Mr. Men and Little Misses. So there you go, two for the price of one. <laughs> Um, and also, as I say, George's mummy, if you message back and let me know what day he will be five on, um, and we'll wish him happy birthday as well. So, then I have a message from um, my number one fans, who are Shalomo and Binyamin, who have messaged and told me a little bit about themselves. Um, I love getting messages from these two boys because they tell me so many different things and it's so lovely, lovely to find out everything about my fans. <laughs> I do like to know. As we know, I'm a bit nosy, so, well, very nosy actually. So I like to know everything. Um, but um, they have sent me um, some fun facts. So a couple of them I think um, I have already done, but one of them I haven't. So um, one of them is that pigs, it's impossible for pigs to look up to the sky. And um, also it's impossible for most people um, to lick their own elbows. And I would love you to try that and tell me whether you've actually managed it so 
The one that I haven't read out is um, about a giant squid's eyes because they have the largest eyes in the world. And you know what? I googled just to see how big their eyes were. And do you know, Shalomo and Binyamin, you are quite correct in the fact that they have the largest eyes, but did you know they are 10 inches long oh, or wide? Oh my goodness, 10 inches. The largest fish eye is the swordfish and that's nine centimetres and it would fit inside the squid's pupil, which is that little black like the little black dot inside your eye so inside just that would fit the largest fish eye <laughs> how weird is that imagine having such big eyes because they're not really i know they're like called giant squids but i don't think they're that big big so i think their eyes must look out of proportion to their um body so, thank you so much for um, sending me your fun facts. I love hearing, um, I love hearing them. I love hearing from you two. Um, and keep up the good work, sending me these fun facts. I love receiving um, fun facts from people because that saves me the work of having to do them. Uh, look them up but also it means that I get to know things that I didn't know before every day's a school day <laughs> I love learning new things so it's always good to be told something new at least one new thing every day anyway I am going to um read as i said it's the last um chapter of this particular adventure um so um it's called it was chapter 15 and it's called the land of tea parties so let's get ready the land of tea parties was peculiar it seemed to be made up of nothing but white-covered tables laden with all kinds of good things to eat. Gosh, said Joe, looking around, what a load of tables. Big and small and round and square and all filled with the most gorgeous things to eat. Oh, they've got chairs set around them too, said Franny, all ready for people to sit on. And look at the little waiters, said Connie in delight. They're rabbits. So they were. Rabbits dressed neatly in aprons and little black coats, hurrying here and there, carrying jugs of lemonade and all kinds of other drinks. It was lovely to watch them. They were so very busy and so very serious. There are some people choosing tables already, said Joe, pointing. Look, that must be a Pixie's birthday party sitting over there. Oh, aren't they sweet? And oh, look, there's a squirrel's party, said Franny. 
mother and father squirrel and all the baby squirrels. I expect it's one of the baby squirrels' birthdays. It was fun to see the little parties, but soon the children began to feel very hungry. There were such nice things on the tables. There were sandwiches of all kinds with little labels showing what they were. Franny read some of them out loud. Dewdrop and honey sandwiches. Oh, and here are some tuna fish and strawberry sandwiches. What a funny mixture. But I dare say it would be nice. And here are some oranges and lemon sandwiches. I've never heard of those. And pineapple and cucumber. Really, what an exciting lot of things. Look at the cake, said Connie. I've never seen such beauties. Nor had anyone else. There were pink cakes, yellow cakes, chocolate cakes, ginger cakes, cakes with fruit and silver balls all over them, cakes with frosting, cakes with flowers made from sugar. Oh my goodness, cakes as big as could be and tiny ones only enough for two people. There were desserts and fruit salads and ice creams too. Oh my goodness, which table should they choose? There were different things at every table. Here's one with chocolate ice cream, said Connie. Let's have this one. No, I'd like this one. It's got blue cakes and I've never seen those before, said Silky. Well, shouldn't we find Saucepan's mother before we do anything, said Moonface. Oh gosh, of course we should said Beth. Seeing all those gorgeous things made me forget we'd come to celebrate Saucepan's mother's birthday. Saucepan, where is your mother? Over there, said Saucepan, and he pointed to where the dearest little old woman stood waiting, her apple cheeks rosy red and her bright eyes twinkling as brightly as Saucepan's. She's waiting. She's got the pink rose in her bonnet look and the hat pin and she's sewn the red poppy buttons on her dress and she's pinned the M for mother brooch in front. The only thing she can't wear are the shoehorn and the vase and I think she's got them in her pocket. She was really pleased with everything. Well, let's go and wish her a happy birthday, said Beth. So they all went over to the little old lady and wished her a very happy birthday. She was delighted to see them all, and she kissed them one by one, even Moonface. Well, I am glad you've come, she said. I began to think something had happened to you. It had, said Joe, and he began to tell her about Dame Snap. Oh dear, but old Mrs Saucepan was just as deaf as Saucepan was himself. Here you are at last, said Mrs Saucepan to Saucepan. Yes, we did come fast, agreed Saucepan. We locked up Dame Snap. Locked up the cat, said Mrs Saucepan. Why? The children giggled. Joe went up to Mrs Saucepan and spoke very clearly. Let's have some food. The tables are getting filled up. Mrs Saucepan heard. Oh, yes, we will, she said. I'd like the table with blue cakes, said Silky. 
I'd like the one with pineapple and cucumber sandwiches, said Connie. Well, as it's Saucepan's mother's birthday, don't you think we should let her choose the table, said Beth. She should have the things she likes best today. Oh, yes, of course, said the Saucepan, the others, rather ashamed not to have thought of that. Mrs Saucepan, please choose your own table. Well, Mrs Saucepan went straight to the big round table set with eight chairs and sat down at the head of it. And wasn't it strange there were blue cakes there for Silky, pineapple and cucumber sandwiches for Connie, a big fat chocolate cake for Moonface and all the things the others wanted to. This is fantastic, said Connie, beginning on the sandwiches. Oh, I never tasted such beautiful sandwiches in my life. Never. The little rabbit waiters ran up and smiled at old Mrs Saucepan. What will you have to drink, they asked. Oh, hot chocolate for me, said Mrs Saucepan. What, what about you others? Lemonade, soda, orange juice, called the children and the others. And the rabbits ran off and came back with bottles of everything asked for and a big jug of hot chocolate for Mrs Saucepan. What fun they all had. There were squeals of laughter from everyone and from every table there came happy chattering. The land of tea parties was a great success. The children finished up with ice cream. Then the rabbits brought round big boxes of presents and they shared them all out. There were brooches and rings and little toys and everyone had a funny paper hat to wear. Well, we've had a fabulous time, said Joe at last, but I think we should go now, Mrs Saucepan. Thank you very much for asking us here. I hope you get another job somewhere soon. Oh, I think I shall go and live in the faraway tree with Dame Washalot, said Mrs Saucepan. She's always so busy with her washing, she hasn't much time to do anything else. I could do the cooking for her. I could make cakes to sell too and have a little shop there. Oh, that would be lovely, cried Beth. I'll come often and buy some from you. We'd better go back through the land of Dame Snap, very cautiously indeed, said Moonface. We can't get back to the tree from this land because it's not over the tree. We'll have to creep back through Dame Snap's land and rush to the ladder quickly. So they said goodbye to the busy little rabbit waiters and jumped over the boundary line again back into Dame Snap's land. They had to pass near the school, of course, and they listened carefully to find out what was going on. There was a terrific commotion of shouting, laughing and squealing. The grounds of the school were full of the school children and what a time they were having. Oh, old Dame Snap must still be in the storeroom, said Moonface. Oh, yes, listen, I believe I can still hear her hammering away. Sure enough, over all the noise made by the schoolchildren, there came the sound of hammering. Shouldn't we set her free, said Franny, rather alarmed. She might stay there for ages and starve to death. 
Don't be silly. How can she starve when she's surrounded by food of all kinds? Said Moonface. It will be the children who will go hungry. I guess when they are hungry enough, they will open the door and let Dame snap out all right. Oh, gosh, what a bad temper she will be in. They all hurried through the land at top speed, half afraid that Ta Dame Snap might be let out before they were safe and come after them. Still, they had Mrs Saucepan with them, and if anyone had to stand up to Dame Snap, she certainly would. At last they came to the ladder sticking up into the land from the cloud below. You go first, Moonface, and help Mrs Saucepan down, said Joe. So down went Moonface and politely and carefully helped the old lady down the little yellow ladder through the cloud and onto the topmost branch of the tree. Everyone followed, breathing sighs of relief to be safely away from Dame Snap once more. Nobody ever wanted to visit her land again. We really must say goodbye now, said Joe to the tree folk. Shall we just take Mrs Saucepan down to Dame Washalot for you, Saucepan? I'll come too, said Saucepan, hearing what was said. So down they went, and when Dame Washalot saw old Mrs Saucepan, she was very excited. She threw her soapy arms around the old lady's neck and hugged her. Oh, I hope you've come to stay, she said. I've always wanted you to live in the faraway tree. Goodbye, Mrs Saucepan, said Beth, I shall come and buy your cakes the very first day you put them on sale. I do hope you had a happy birthday. The nicest ones I've ever had, said the old lady, smiling. Goodbye, my dears, and hurry home. <laughs> well, that was the end of that adventure, but there are more to come, so don't you worry about that. But tomorrow we will be ditching adventures in the faraway tree for Mr. Men. <laughs> we like Mr. Men and Little Misses as well, don't we? So I hope that you'll all join me tomorrow and I hope that you all have a good day today. Okay, so I will say goodbye for now, but I just want to make sure that you take care and that you stay safe and I will see you all tomorrow. Bye for now.